0: Hello, and welcome back to Totes Pod. I'm your host, Abby Totes, and today I have a special holiday episode just for you. I hope you like it, and that you're either enjoying the holidays, or making your way through them as smoothly as you can. And also, Happy New Year! Now, let's begin. Oh well, what is this? Toads of props, it's Toad's Pod, Toad's Pod. Hello there, my sweet Toad's Pod fam. I wrote this as I was lying awake deep in the night, as I often do. Last night, I was awake thinking of you and this episode that I've been longing to create and share with you. You may be a quite fortunate one, who finds this time of year enchanting, wonderful, magical, marvelous. To you, I say, that is absolutely fabulous. I say it earnestly, and I also say it with genuine envy. I'm completely envious that you feel that way. I once did too, and I will tell you about those memories shortly. To the rest of you who, like me, find this time of year quite trying, painful, exhausting, stressful, frustrating, at times infuriating, and who might feel that it's gotten to be simply far too much to handle, well, I'm with you. I'm right there with you, and this episode is designed for you. Let's unite in our struggles to get through this time. At the same time, I'd like to share a revelation I had about my whole Grinch-like nature, I'm going to tell you how I once found Christmas magical, sacred, and enchanting, and how I devolved into a person who does not even want to decorate, send cards, or mention the holidays at all. Disclaimer, I was raised Episcopalian and Presbyterian, so yes, for me, this time of year is about Christmas. Just to be clear, that's where I'm coming from. Now, when I was very young, I used to adore Christmas. I used to bounce and flounce about the house and say, let's get all Christmas up, with a glee, joy, anticipation, filled with enchantment and magic. Of course I loved gifts, but for me, Christmas was a sacred ritual. There are several beautiful rituals involved in it, in fact. For me, there's the decorating, the cinnamon and vanilla and pine-scented candles, the twinkle lights. I also had my own tiny fake little tree in my room, adorned, as I loved back then, with multicolored lights in the shape of sweet little flowers. I adored my little tree and found it to be the most enchanting little thing. There was decorating the whole house, getting ideally a bald Christmas tree. This is the kind that comes with the roots intact in a ball, so you can plant it. I loved to have the bald tree. As I was religious and cared deeply for Jesus and what he meant to me, the idea of killing a tree to celebrate his life seemed incredibly cruel and wrong. So I insisted on one that we could keep alive and give new life to in our yard. Side note, my poor dad had to dig a hole in the frozen earth to plant these trees. Thank you, Dado, and also, I'm so sorry I made you have to do that so many times. You are way too good a sport about this. Thank you." Back to the rituals of Christmas. In case you didn't already guess it, the most ultimate ritual of all for me was singing in the church choir, especially at all Christmas Eve services, and most especially at the midnight service, my most favorite time at church and in life back in those years. Still, I miss it with an ache I cannot begin to fully express. I sang in the church choir from when I was old enough to sing, and I sang the whole time in church choirs till eventually one day it became impossible because I needed to work every single day when I first lived in New York, and I even did return to this ritual for a bit of time, even while living in New York. It was wondrous, but never the same as when I was younger or when both my mom and dad sang in the church choir with me especially once one majestic woman, the wife of the man who was the head of music at my high school, became our conductor. Oh, what an incredible time it was. I would snap my fingers and go back to it if I could, though I would not want to live through everything since then again. Being in that choir then, it was such a special time. As I mentioned earlier, today I had a realization. I thought about the sacred Christmas music that is Christmas to me. I remembered it. I remembered it today. I sang along, singing Alto Ave, to a Westminster Choir College Christmas album that happens to be on Apple Music, and then it came to me. First, you must truly understand, this Christmas season has likely been my most grinchiest and scroogiest one of all time. It has indeed as this sort of thing tends to do, made me feel quite sad and empty, also angry, frustrated, in pain. I've been not given a lot of time to ponder this as I've been working tireless long never-ending days and weeks this fourth quarter. It's been a rough one. But today, as I sang alto and Hark the Herald Angels Sing and Noel, Noel, etc., it revealed itself to me. To me, The true meaning of Christmas is at its heart, sacred. It is divine. It is holy. It is not about money. I repeat to my capitalist nation, Christmas is not about money. But the thing is, the United States of America and the companies I've worked for, e-commerce, catalog companies, you name it, but mostly retail and the gifting business in particular, for this country, to these companies, Christmas equals money. Not only does it equal money, but the economy, the livelihood of all the employees, the success of these businesses, it depends upon this one day that they completely buy into as a day that means money. They need the money from this time of year. This is how they make all of their money when it comes down to it. I give hours and hours and days and days, and I have given many years of my life to these companies. And here I find myself on the brink of yet another of what I used to consider a sacred holiday. This formally sacred, formerly not at all about money for me, unless it's about giving money to those less fortunate than you are to help them. It is not about money. Yet, while remembering the alto lines to my most sacred and holy and divine songs, the songs that fill my heart with a kind of joy and healing, like no other songs can bring, even more joy and healing and catharsis than the best Broadway ballads. It all came back to me. As tears rolled down my face, I told myself, this is why I've been so grinchy and Scrooge-like. The true meaning of Christmas, what it means to me, I mean, had been stolen away, squandered and used up because money became far more important than anything else. And I don't just mean for this country or for my companies I've worked for. I mean even for me. Because my decision to work at these places is primarily, solely, fundamentally based in my fear of not having enough money to be safe. Still, money. Even I allowed money to matter more than the sacred, the divine, and my soul's yearning, my soul's voice. My soul adores traditional Christmas music more than anything in the world, yet I'm not in a church choir, I'm not in any choir. I once minored in vocal music and sang in so many choirs at once that I cannot begin to count or even name them anymore. I do not like New Year's resolutions, but I do propose to myself the option, the idea that I find a church choir and join it. This is a major challenge, as I am extremely particular. I want a very good choir, a strong conductor, traditional sacred music, a church that allows and welcomes LGBTQ plus people and women as ministers, an accepting, loving place where they have a fabulous traditional choir. One day I will report back to you to let you know if I found what I was looking for. As long as I actually truly accept this proposal from myself to do this. now, back to my realization amazing, the monification perhaps I made up that word. the monification of the sacred time of the year has hurt me, made me angry and resentful and bitter. The compulsion to have to buy and give excessive amount of gifts well, this stifles and suffocates me and breaks my heart. On this day and in this season, I do not want multitudes of gifts. I want to sing sacred music in a beautiful church at midnight on Christmas Eve. I want to be with those I love and tell and show them how much I love them and make sure they know it and don't ever forget it. Though I've been led astray of what this holiday means to me, I'm incredibly grateful that I've realized what happened, and now I can be sure to make it the day and the season for which I truly am filled with love, peace, happiness, joy, and gratitude, as much as possible despite the currently inevitable pure hell of the Q4 workload. No matter what I must go through to make sure I have the money I need, I don't want to ever forget that money is not what matters. Money does not define us. Our connections, our love, our friendships, and what we consider to be divine and sacred, our voices, especially in my case when I get the incredible, majestic chance to sing with a group of other voices all at once, most importantly while harmonizing and sharing a connection of our souls. Well, this is what matters. I insist on making Christmas be this for me. Whatever holidays you celebrate, whatever faith is yours, I hope this helps remind you of our true, deep, meaningful connections. I hope you find and get to know what is sacred and divine in your own self. In the meantime, I am sending you an enormous amount of love and healing and protection as the holidays can be so very tough and painful for so many people. I hope my blessings, healing, and love Reach each of you, that we can spread the healing and love far and wide, farther than even we can imagine it to travel. Thank you for joining me, my friends. This has been Totes Pod. I'm your host, Abby Totes. Until next time, it's Totes time to go, as always. A heartfelt thank you from Totes Pod.